What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease, E-A-Z-E dot com. Use the promo code HAM, get 20 bucks off your first order, and delivery's always free on orders over $50. And by Upstart, upstart.com slash HAM, the revolutionary lending platform that offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off your high-interest credit card debt. See why Upstart is number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot at upstart.com slash HAM. The Chiefs had 29 now the seahawks have it because they traded flank flank frank clark i could use a steak i could use a flank clark right now that's at his restaurant in kansas city they're probably serving up flank clark steaks um seattle traded seattle got a one and a two and swapped threes for frank clark but the chiefs do have two twos next year because they got the niners too uh my first reaction to this i'll admit john was holy what they a one and a now, you start thinking about it, and you realize he's 25, and he's a star, and they're all in and all that. It does, but I don't blame people who reacted that way at first, because I, I did. I got to admit. See, I, I, I don't think it's that nuts at all. Well, uh, I but think but, that, but it, two different things, though. Like, what was your first reaction when you saw the deal? Well, because I, I, I tweeted out the other day that I thought that he was going to go for a first-round pick. People are like, no way he's going for a first-round pick. This is when the Raiders fans wanted him. Like, why don't we trade 27 for Frank Clark? I'm like, that's what he's worth. He's not worth your second-round pick. He's an ascending guy in his mid-20s that's a fucking baller. I mean, a baller. He's better than D Ford. So he's just he's just much better. He's more complete But player. he didn't just go for a one. He went for a one and a two. Well, but I think when you look at – it's all based on precedent. Trades in the NFL or yeah, definitely the NFL because it's based on draft picks are like the law. It's all based on precedent. Well, last year, the, the best version of Frank Clark went for two ones and a three. So you go, well, he's not worth two ones, but he's worth definitely a one because he's a 13-sack guy. He's a more complete player. I think he's had 32 sacks in the last three years. He's missed two games in his career. He's a complete player. He dominates against the run, and he's young. Now, he's got some character flags on him, at least coming out of college. I don't know if he's been in trouble since. But you go, okay, it's the cost of doing business to get an ascending player in the NFL, it's a double whammy. 
you have to trade a lot for him, and then you have to pay him. Now, the Browns didn't have to, quote-unquote, pay Odell Beckham because he had already been paid, but they're taking on the contract. The Browns, who got jerked off, and I did it, you know, we all did, about, oh, you traded a one, a starting safety, and a three for Odell Beckham. Well, 17 is way better than 29, and you can look at the resume and go, well, Odell, I mean, has some legitimate injury questions. You know, 17 is a really good draft pick in this draft that feels like a you know, 20 type first rounders, they gave pick 29 when all we've been saying when we talk about the NFL is like, when you get a rookie quarterback, you got to put all your chips in the middle of the table. Well, they got the best rookie contract quarterback. I don't know. NFL history in Pat Mahomes. So why? I I don't understand why people were so shocked. Like what should they have just waited to draft fucking Nikhil Harry or whoever? Like the, you just saw with D Ford who was drafted in the twenties that sometimes first-rounders in the 20s, even if they become good, take a little while. The Chiefs don't have time on their They're trying to win a championship this year. But I think there's a difference between hating the trade and being surprised when it happened. I, I'm just not shocked that they got a one. But that's not what I, They got a one and a two, John. They got a one and a two. That's what I'm saying. I, that's why I don't blame people who are like, what? Now, I think everything you said is true. I think part of it, too, was Frank Clark. If Frank Clark had been the seventh overall pick in his draft, It'd be, I think it'd be viewed a little differently. Like, when he got drafted, he was viewed as a red flag, and then he's produced. But I think if he was the seventh overall pick, the, the spotlight on his production would have been brighter. I think people I, would have I, a better I, idea of how I just good think he is. they're looking at it, and I saw one of the guys that covers the Chiefs, I, I didn't ask Veach this, but they viewed him as the second best outside edge rusher in the league. So, obviously, Mac and then him. Now, he's... That's probably a little bold. You know, Vaughn, there's some other guys. But he's, I think they view him as a top five edge complete player. So you go, again, you just base it on, I I view him as a top five complete player at the second most important position in the league. Look what they just, it costs to get Odell Beckham. Pick 17, and you have to acquire the contract, and a player, and a third. So I, I, I think we're overreacting a little bit. Because, again, you're right. On the surface, I go. I'm just saying my, your reaction Wednesday afternoon to me is different than Tuesday, like when the deal happens. Like, the only thing with Odell was Odell, like, they didn't want to trade Odell. And we don't think. Oh, guy, come on. Well, The Giants? There's a clear difference. I mean, we knew the Seahawks couldn't keep him around. Like, they, could, they couldn't afford him. Like, the Giants had already paid Odell. Like, that, to me, is a difference in terms of leverage. Yeah, I I just think that multiple teams would have paid a lot for. Now it might have been a really high one Clearly. and like a next, or I mean a really high two and next year's two. Because again, I, I was texting with someone with the Chiefs yesterday. Do you know what t- pick twenty nine is, guy? Because I, I'd say, don't you say it's fair to say universally every GM that admits to as much never says there are thirty two graded first round picks. Mm-hmm. Most of them say between like fifteen and twenty. Schneider actually is always on the low end. So he views this pick. You are getting a second round player for a first round salary. Yeah. And it's not even arguable that whoever they got at 29 is not going to be as good as Frank Clark. 95% chance. Now there is the fact, oh, you had to pay him. Yeah. That's that's part of the deal in the NFL. And I saw Chris Mortensen had a great tweet. I think we freak out too much about money. The salary cap is $190 million and rising. And and they have a rookie. I, I, I would just rather have a veteran player, again, when I say veteran, an ascending younger player 
Then pick 29 if I'm them and I'm all in trying to win a championship. Then risk, yeah, what if Marquise Brown, it takes him a year or two, and I don't get enough out of him. No, it's year. totally – look, I like the trade for Kansas City, and I actually – and I like the trade for Seattle. I think it was a win-win. I do too. All I'm saying is when a, when a number one and a number two gets traded, that's just always going to get a – it's just – I, I also think you could argue – and I think Seattle had to make this trade because they'd been burned the last five or three or four years of just not getting rid of the guy at the right time. Yeah. So I give them, they had to get, if they weren't going to pay him, you get rid of him, the right move. But you are losing your third best player and you're a playoff team. You do agree, like, this is a big loss for them. Like, he, if it's Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner, and this guy are just blue chip guys, and you remove one of those guys for now a draft pick, which is important because you're paying the quarterback. But your goal as a franchise, like their goal is not to like take a step back and then take a couple forward. Like they want to make the playoffs well, yeah. next year. Yeah. So you're going to be depending. And I think most of us would imagine that they trade back this pick and try to accumulate more players. Because their argument probably is two things. We weren't going to pay him. We had to get value. And two, given that Russell makes so much money and Bobby's going to be a free agent next year and we're going to pay him a lot of money – that we needed more late first, early second round type guys on that type salary, and we didn't have any of those picks. Seattle, so I, I, Seattle we're trading Frank. We got a deal. Frank's out of here. That's how they should have announced that trade with Russell in bed. I got paid, but Frank's gone. I, I just, he was, he, he, you could argue last year he was our second best player. Now, Bobby, I think, was an all pro. I mean, Bobby's really good, but. Well, I also think you could argue that this hurts the 49ers, potentially, in that because we know the Seahawks love trading out of that end of the first round, that there could be a player that the Niners like and they think they've got a shot to get at the top of the second round that somebody moves up to 29 to get. Like I, would, I would agree it negatively impacts the draft for them, but I think in the short term for the season, it helps the Niners because they don't have to play this guy. Yeah, that's a good point. So... And I saw a bunch of offensive linemen tweeting like, this guy's really good. You know, it's one of those that I think that – I don't think he's ever made a Pro Bowl. Last year he had 13 sacks. I think he's got 32 over the last several years. I, I think the NFL values him. Because a lot of people were tweeting like, wouldn't you rather have D Ford than Frank Clark? You could have just kept him. Well, two things. At the time they got rid of D Ford, it felt like they were – remember Rap Sheet, when you and I talked about it, they were going to give Tyreek Hill like $70 million guaranteed. Well, then his kid breaks his arm. We're not quite sure by who. Now has been removed from the home. He hasn't been cut, but that contract clearly is off the table. So they had the money. They had to reallocate it. They went, well, we might as well, I'd rather have Frank Clark than our pick 29. Yeah. I, I just think it makes people, everyone just crushing the deal. I think when you take a deep breath, and again, I agree, like a day later, I'm just saying even five minutes later, it. I, I completely understand for both sides. And and you made this point too earlier. I don't think you made it here on the pod yet, but like your window when your quarterback is cheap is small, right? Well, why did we give the Browns so much credit for a very similar trade with Odell and we're not giving them true credit with Bobby Wagner? Because um, Odell is much more Brown, famous? I, yeah, I think he's more famous. I think he's viewed as a bigger star. I think... Uh, just receivers, I, you know. I we've been talking about Odell for a long time. Like, there were who was going to get him. Um, he was already under contract. Uh, 
I think but the you're, Browns but are you're like, in, but you're inheriting that money. No, I, makes I understand. Sense. I'm just telling you why. Like I think all these things are factors. Um, and that contract was viewed like against other receivers as a pretty good contract. Um, because the Browns are kind of fun. I think offensively to root for right now. You know, some of these are logical reasons. Some of them aren't. Um, but I think it was viewed as like you're getting potentially one of the best, maybe the the best receiver in the NFL if he's healthy. Um, now I don't I don't hold that opinion, but you can make it. I think it's also just easier for people to identify who one of the best receivers is than like if Frank Clark's one of the best pass rushers. Right. It's just uh, yeah, it's fair. Like you're getting one of the biggest stars in the NFL. Like that's a part of it. Like Frank Clark think, might be, won't be one of the best defensive players. He's not a top fifty star. No, today he might be next. He next year though he might be. He might turn into that. Be on national well, TV. If he's on Chiefs. If he's on the best team in the league, yeah. So, they got better. Would you someone, rather if you were them? You probably wouldn't trade D Ford and a one and a two for Frank Clark, would you? If you had D Ford still, they got a two back for D Ford. So would you do D Ford a one and a two for Frank Clark and a two? Yes, okay. I would do what they did because I I don't uh, yeah, but I'm saying if that was the, I think the, diff- the I think the difference is on because I think my point is John I think they would do it in terms of like I think they're happy how it all worked out. Be, I know, I know, I would, know they are. To me, it would feel different to trade D Ford and a one and a two for Frank Clark and a two. That would just feel like a different trade. But Frank Clark's a better player. As the text I got, emoji with the glasses on, he's a straight stud. And I just replied baller to the GM, who, who is – I'll say this for Veach. He's, I, he's not – he's famous now, but I don't think people quite know. Like some of the stories are out there now nationally. Like he is proof and he is really – he's a really elite evaluator with high-end blue chippers over the years. I mean Andy's gone on a record about Shady and Deshaun. He was the guy – he convinced Andy to do that. Marcus Peters, uh, obviously all the shit they Mahomes, like he of anyone I've ever met, there might be some better guys in the mid rounds or whatever. When it came to a blue chipper in the first round, and then evaluating the first round who he could get, mm. I'd put Veach toe to toe with anyone in the NFL. Now again, he's he's like Al Davis in his prime, and Andy's got a little bit of that like they see elites, they like the elite guys. Now, they like the fluff, too, but they don't mind, like, our defense is the worst in the league, but we got four defensive line blue chippers. Like, we, they live with that. But his understanding of, like, one thing, D Ford was not a great uh, scheme fit for them because they, they are a 4-3 defense now, but their 4-3 defense is not the Niners' 4-3 defense where D Ford fits the Niners' 4-3 scheme that runs that Leo position where they're more of a true – what the Giants used to do with Steve Spagnola when they won it with like Strahan and Tuck and all those guys, a little more uh, old school, like where you're just your two defensive ends aren't like wide ninety, where the Leo's kind of just he gets to kind of play outside and just win with speed. So for them, like Frank Clark makes way more sense, and I think they weren't comfortable D Ford not being a great scheme fit. They they weren't naive to the fact like they knew the cost of like what it was going to take to extend whether it was d ford and then what they were going to have to pay frank clark they would have rather rather paid frank clark 10 more million dollars guaranteed 
and got the guy that fits them better, who they think's better, who's younger and more complete, than pay D Ford less and keep some of those assets who they thought those assets aren't as great when they're not worried about the assets as much because they're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. The simple right. answer is they're a better football team today. Yes. And and better football team even than they would have been Friday, like after they but, drafted in the first round. And I got a couple tweets yesterday like it's that a lot of people were big picture. This hurts the Chiefs, right? Because they, they're at a first round pick. They didn't have a first round pick last year and they don't have a, they don't have a second round next year. Well, actually they do because they got the Niners. But that's a lot of capital, right, to build your team big picture. And my response was simple. As long as Andy's the coach and Mahomes the quarterback, they're going to be in pretty fucking good shape. You think they regret not having a first-round pick last year to have Patrick Mahomes? I mean, seriously. You no, think I mean, look, one day they, they might have to do the trade that the Seahawks just did, right? The, the more, summer, than likely, more than likely they will. Right? Right? The year that Patrick Mahomes signs his extension, someone's getting traded from that team who's making a lot of money. But you're right. Okay, that's the cost of having an elite quarterback. Good thing we have an elite coach, too. Would, if you had Patrick Mahomes on your team, would you be more inclined to be aggressive with a move like this than worry about drafting at 29 when he's on his rookie contract? Absolutely. So I, th- that's the thing that I guess I struggled with when everyone in the media like freaked out yesterday. You've just given like the Rams a bunch of credit a couple years ago. You're giving the Browns a bunch of credit. This is very similar. Now, I think the difference in this is because of, like you said, it was basically just a D Ford, Frank Clark swap. Yeah, maybe. I, I think part of it goes back to, like, just Frank Clark is not – maybe he is talked about, like, Aaron Donald. No, and, I, 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 think D, I think D Ford was much more talked about player because yeah. he was on the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I think part of this is the percep- – like, people – I don't think they have a negative perception of Frank. I just don't think what, – clearly what the league, what the, what the Chiefs think of him is not quite what just – what everybody thinks, even though by the end of next year, it probably will be what everybody thinks. Right. That's what I'm betting on. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the Seahawks would tell you, the Seahawks would tell you, we think he's a great player. I would imagine too, if you texted these guys and they said, when you really kind of dove into Frank and studied him and made sure that he was the type of guy you want. I looked at it yesterday. The AFC West played the NFC West last year. Mm-hmm. So he got three games against Denver, the chargers and the Raiders. Guess what Frank Clark did in those three games? He had four and a half sacks. And I would imagine countless tackles for losses. He beat Colton Miller like a drum. I mean, just, I mean, molly whopped him. And then he had two sacks against the other two teams. So they go, you know what? I like that. That, that had to add a little to it. They don't play. Wait, I thought they had the Rams this year. Who? Chiefs. Well, they don't play the NFC West. Yeah, I guess they don't. I don't know why I thought they did, but played them last year. Yeah, but they do have the other three teams in that division, which he played and did well against. To me, that factors in when you're going to do something like when's the last time he played our division? Oh, damn! He did, oh, whoa! <laughs> he beat Colton Miller like a drum. Oh, he built. I don't know even know who the Chargers' left tackle is. But that, to me, that, it's that, also like you just. I guess you could just do this with every schedule every year. But like we play Indy, we play Houston. We play Green Bay. We play Minnesota. He's played all these teams? We play New England. No, that's who they're playing this year. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we play these other teams out of the division that are good. Court. Like, we gotta, we can't just rely every week on Pat Mahomes winning a shootout. They play the, who, who, they play the Steelers? They do. Like, who's their first, who's no. their first place, who's their first place schedule? They play New England, 
They play one other team. Do they play the, the Ravens? Houston, uh, they play the Ravens and they play Houston. And what they, division do they play? The AFC South. Uh, yeah, because they play Indy, Houston. So their their two their two Tennessee. AFC first placed opponents are the Ravens and uh, and the Patriots. And then they get Houston just because they play that division. Right. So I, I do see where when you play a first-place schedule, it's a triple whammy because you're going to play one of the divisions in your conference, so you're going to play that best team. And it turns out the division they play, that's a good division, right? You also, could argue that them and the Colts are a fucking coin flip for the best. And then you play the Ravens, which probably an easier team than the, than the Steelers or Browns this year, but you get the Patriots, which – is that a Sunday night game? I mean, it's got to be. <laughs> yeah. Also, you don't have, like, to your point, you don't have Tyreek Hill. So now we're potentially winners. Well, do you? Oh, you're you right. They don't have him signed. You don't, I mean, you don't, <laughs> you don't have him. You might be cheap, actually. <laughs> yeah, they, the, they, they're not getting rid of him. They uh, they're like, in the Like, they got Frank Clark, for crying out loud. Like, they got the guy that they wouldn't have drafted. They obviously didn't draft him a few years ago. They let the Seahawks figure out the red flag, and now he's on their team. Well, would Frank Clark, let's say Tyreek Hill had never gotten in trouble and they had given him, you know, Five year, $110 million, 70 guaranteed. Is Frank Clark on this team? I don't think so. Do you? Maybe, because I did read something that this, if Tyreek hadn't gotten in trouble, it wouldn't have changed their plans. They they might be able to well, kept D uh, budget. But they wouldn't have kept D Ford. They didn't. We know that because they thought they, they might have. They might have got rid of D Ford no matter what because yeah. maybe Spagnola just said, you know, he's not a great fit for how much we have to pay him. So they might have had the money given that Mahomes doesn't make that much. And the way these deals work, but Frank Clark's essentially just on a two-year, probably you know, fifty million dollar deal, right? Maybe it's a three-year deal. This but is the year, John. Maybe this is the year the Chiefs finally win Andy's Super Bowl. Do you think they win a Super Bowl in the next two years? Um, if he's ever going to win one, he's going to win one with this guy. Yeah, right? like I, you're asking me with the the old one. I close my eyes. Do I see him holding the trophy up? I think he's a Super Bowl worthy coach. So. Like I'm happy. He's, he's I'm eventually going to get over the hump, guy. I think so. I mean, it, it's just it doesn't always work that way, just because it's hard. But he's a Super Bowl worthy coach with an MVP level quarterback. So shouldn't you just always bet on that? Like I think he's one of the best coaches with an MVP level quarterback. That's, and a really and a really talented team. Yeah. So. I mean, I, like you feel as good betting on him as you do anybody else that hasn't won a Super Bowl to this point, right? Like who? Do you feel better about betting on the Rams? Maybe you would. I don't know. That'd be fair. Uh, I see, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, they, they got to go through the Patriots, obviously, Kansas City. But, okay. I think they can. I, I do think the AFC is kind of hard, right? The Chargers are good. Yeah, the, the AFC South is really good. Yeah, the Saints. The, the, the NFL, the top end of the NFL is tough. The Eagles are going to be good. The Cowboys are going to be good. Like, if you win, if for them to win a Super Bowl, as you saw last year, it was going to be hard. Like, they... First round game, they played the Colts. Now they kicked their ass, but still, you're playing Andrew Luck. Second round game, or I guess the championship for them, go toe to toe with the Patriots, and then they would have played the Rams. Like it's right now is a hard time. Now it always is, but it. I mean, there are the Patriots are the best team maybe ever, but then there's like another ten teams that are legitimately. If the Patriots did not exist, I could sell you on eight to ten teams winning the Super Bowl this year, right? If I just subtracted the Patriots mm-hmm. from the top level mm-hmm. if i told you the eagles won it if i told you the cowboys won it if i told you the saints won it if i told you you wouldn't say the chargers but you'd be like you have to admit the chargers fucking team is really good chiefs the colts 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.